0: Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Father, we thank you so much for this church. Thank you, Lord, for the leadership that you have here. Thank you for the anointing that you've placed in this place, this miracle anointing, Lord. We thank you for this service today. Thank you for this service tonight thank you for the anointing that's on me at the slip of clay that i speak this word with excellence accuracy and boldness asking you to think through my mind speak through my lips and this word will come forth unhindered unchecked by any outside force and that signs wonders and miracles hmm, shall follow the word preached we thank you lord And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Amen. Take your seats, please. Flo. I'll I'll just stand. I'll just stand. I'll just stand. Uh, Flo, I give something out at night. Okay, amen. Well, praise the Lord, Saints. Amen. It's good to be here. This is a good church. It's a good church. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Well, I trusted you got something out of last night's session. Now, we're going to continue on uh, tonight for that, that particular part of the message today, I want to talk about kingdom leadership. Right. Kingdom yes. leadership. It's really been a real leadership void. Um, okay, I think you could bring it out. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's good, Put it behind here. Um, it's been somewhat of a leadership void yes, here in the last few years yes. and, uh, <clears throat> and the church has got to rise up in leadership. Yes. 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 We've, uh, <clears throat> I think we've been, uh, been probably as quiet as we can be. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, <clears throat> I just, uh, feel that that God is now going to be raising up leadership yes. Yes. and um, because we're not as a church, we're not going out of here owing back rent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you will have everything paid in full yes. and basically uh, in control of some things. Uh, I've got I'm um, sit down here and uh, see if the anointing is on the seat. <laughs> um, 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 um. Let me stand up just a little bit more. Yeah, you better, you better take this. Well, I tell you, we'll leave it here. Leave it here. Um, I've got Patrice here with me because Patrice is going to just, I've written down some topics and she's just going to kind of guide me along with what I wrote down. I just like a free flow, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so we're going to talk about kingdom leadership. Kingdom of God, you know, is the rule of God, the reign of God, the dominion of God. Um, the kingdom of God, um, the Bible says, Jesus said, it, it doesn't come with observation. Right. Neither shall you say, lo, here or lo, there. Right. He said, behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And that kingdom of God is within you. A man named Charles Caps called it the production center. It's a production center. But the kingdom will produce for you, lead you to, bring to you everything that you have need of, independent of the world around you. So you, the Bible says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, in the Amplified, that we are citizens of heaven. Citizens of heaven. And uh, God has taken us, he's chosen us, he's empowered us, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's placed us in this earth uh, to bring forth heaven. Uh, Because originally the earth was to be a copy of heaven. Uh, And so uh, when God speaks something, he doesn't take it back. It's gonna be something that he's gonna play out until we leave this earth. So we're here, we're chosen, we've got a work to do, yes. and the work that we've got to do is not an option, That's right. It's not an option, and um, so it's a priority. Now, um, let's look at this because I said I wanted to look at something first, identity, identity. Now, I'm just going down these, these are going to be topical, I'm just going to go down them and uh, and so forth, identity. Um, when I was young, I was brought up in a place called Tuskegee, Alabama. Tuskegee is where they had the famous Tuskegee Airmen come out of yes. there. When I was brought up. The Tuskegee Airmen were uh, our parents, and that's why I ended up flying fighters because you know, that's what I saw. Yeah. I saw fighter pilots, oh. and uh, and it just something that just kind of got in into me. I also looked at a lot of television. Uh, when I was a kid, I just looked at one one particular thing for the most part, and that's Superman. Yeah. Uh, they might have a picture they could put up, but this Superman thing kind of really got me. Um, I didn't know it was going to take over me like it did. <laughs> but I'm looking at it every day at 3.30, I come home from, uh, from school, and I, uh, you know, ask them, uh, you know, we didn't have a television, so I go up to the neighbor and ask the neighbor, Could I watch Superman? And the neighbor said, Well, William, come on in. So I came in every day and sat right up on the television. Television was right in my face. But I saw, you know, faster than a speeding bullet, a more powerful than a locomotive, able to jump over tall buildings with a single bound. None of that scripture. But, uh, but, uh, I, I knew it and I just, uh, so Kellogg's Corn Flakes came out with a, with a promotion that if you buy Kellogg's Corn Flakes and uh, mainly Frosty Flakes, you know, I had all that sugar before I went to school and, um, and then uh, we, uh, but if you send a box top in 50 cents, you get a Superman shirt. So I did that and I got a Superman shirt and I put it on. And it changed my identity. Something happened. I, I felt like I could whip my older brother. I felt <laughs> things, things just went to my mind that didn't go through that before. So I saw this, because I was a smaller guy. I don't know whether it showed that. It's up there, okay. So in the basketball team, uh, everybody had the uniform on, but if they put the picture up there, you see I'm, I'm in a Superman <laughs> shirt. Because I wouldn't pull it off. I ordered one for seven days a week, <laughs> and uh, they begin to wonder about about me. <laughs> but I was looking at Superman, yeah. Wow. Yeah. and uh, it meant something to me. Yeah. Um, if you look over at Second Corinthians in chapter three, and uh, I want to say, I think it's verse. Uh, Verse 18, can I get a reader over here somewhere? Got a reader over here? Okay, come on up, any reader? Okay, okay, for me, okay, amen. Nobody wants to take the dare. Uh, Yeah, somebody to read for me. Okay, come on up, amen. Okay, woo, woo. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but let's let's look at this. And um, over in 2 Corinthians, I think it's three eighteen. Let me just look at that and just uh, praise God. Okay, all right. And uh, did she bring it to you on there? Okay. Uh, she might have brought the one. Has she got it on her system already? Oh, you can go to it. Okay. Go ahead when you uh, when you get to that.
1: All right.
0: Okay. Second Corinthians three, eighteen. Okay.
1: And we all, with unveiled face, continually seeing, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are progressive, progressively being transformed into his image from glory to glory, which comes from the Spirit.
0: All right. Now, that's what translation there. Amplified. That, amplified. Okay. Yes. Um, what's happening is we're looking in a mirror. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Come on now. And this is the mirror. Yes. And as we look in here, and not only look in here but practice it, uh, yeah. that we're being changed. Uh, we're being changed into that same image from glory to glory. Really, the same image. And so as I looked at television every day, Monday through Friday, I kept hearing faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to jump over tall buildings. So it got in me so deeply until there was a garage. Then I said to myself, I'm just going to fly down to Windows' house. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to walk anymore down there. I'm going to fly. So I got up there and got my my stand, and you know how Superman did. (laughs) Well, I didn't go up. Kind of hurt myself, but it was worth it. (laughs) It it it. But if you look at television, it's telling you somebody else's vision. And you can be changed from watching that. Yeah. Now, the problem is that most of the things in this 3D world are altered. They are not true. They're distorted. And people take those things and because those things come inside of them, um, they become a seed. And like I said, first of all, I... You know, start looking at it. And one promotion came and I took it. And then the shirt felt so good till I ordered another one and another one and another one. I was a serial eating rascal. And um, so what happened then is my point to you is is that if you get in this word and you study it enough and you stay in there... You make up your mind that you're not going to be just a hearer of the word, but a doer as well. You will be blessed in your deed and you'll find that you'll take on supernatural characteristics. That something's going to happen to your life. So I watched them fly airplanes and next thing I know when I graduated from, from home school, uh, Tuskegee university, I wanted to go in the military, so I went pilot training, qualified for full fighters and flew fighters for some years, went to the war and so forth. But my point to you is, is that it's amazing how powerful vision is. Yes. Yes. Amen. Dr. Miles Monroe says it's the most powerful thing in the earth outside of the Holy Ghost. Vision. It'll make you get up early, stay up late, Make you be persistent, yeah. all kinds of things. Yeah. When you're going towards a certain goal, you'll find that the clearer the vision, mm-hmm. the faster your acceleration towards a goal. All right, yes, sir. The clearer the vision. Yeah. Sometimes people get blurred vision by doing things from getting in arguments and eating too much. Yeah. Uh, can blur the vision somehow. It's not as clear, and when it's not as clear. People don't move towards it and they take a long time to get there. So, So it's a couple of things about vision. It's a snapshot of our future, it's a snapshot of your future. And um, it has to do with um, a mental picture of conditions that do not currently exist, a mental picture of conditions. That do not currently exist. So uh, we all were made for vision. Over in Proverbs 29 and verse 18. And maybe you could read it out of two translations. The King James translation. And also then the AMPC translation. And just read it out of there. When you're ready you can just uh, go ahead and sound off. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 29. 29 and 18. 18. Thank you.
1: Okay. Where there is no vision, this is KJV, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law happy is he. Where so there is
0: no vision, people perish, but he that keepeth the law happy is he. Yeah. Now also you want to read it in the Amplified, the A-M-P-C translation please. Okay.
1: Where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation of God. No
0: redemptive revelation of God. What happens? The people perish. The people perish. Keep going.
1: But he who keeps the law of God, which includes that of man, blessed, happy, fortunate, and inevitable is he.
0: So, all of us were designed to have a vision. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Have a vision. And uh, you know, in the scriptures, um, God called Abraham out in Genesis chapter 15. He said, Come out here. He yeah. said, Look up at the stars. How many can you count? Yeah. 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 And somebody tells me that if you're looking with the normal vision, you can't see but about 5,000 stars at one time. And, uh, of course, there are many more, billions of stars. But that's how many you can see with the naked eye. And God tells Abraham to count them. And he said, so shall thy seed be. This is, this is what you're going yeah. to have. Abraham's trying, trying to process this. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Yeah. He said, first of all, you know, I don't have any seed. And uh-huh. right. this one born in, in my own house is not mine. It belongs to one of the one of the help. Yeah. He said, "No, you're going to have your seed, yes. and that seed's going to come from you." That's right. And he was saying to Abraham, "This vision that I've shown you is going to come to pass." Yeah. Amen. Now, usually, when God shows you something, it is too big for you. Right. Yes. When He shows you something, it is too big for you. All right? So Amen. God is going to show you something that He can do right. through you. Amen. Right. So He's not saying for you to do it. He's saying, "I want to do it right. through you." Amen. And if you're not, if you're not living in your God-given potential, you're not going to do the impossible. Let me see how I said that. God plans for you to do what you can't do. And we we are not living in our God given potential if we are not doing the impossible. You you can say, I can do that. Uh Well, I can do that. Well, I can do that. Well, Well, God is saying, okay, what can I do? Can I do something through you? And He's going to give you something to do you can't do. And if you're doing only what you can do, you're not living in your God-given potential. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God said to me, just during the pandemic, he said, now you've paid off them all, but you got the retail section there that's not paid off, part of the retail section. And it's about seven and a half million dollars. He said, I want you to pay it off in seven weeks. (laughs) Okay. So I told the director of finance, I said, hey, God wants me to pay this retail section off in seven and a half weeks. And there was silence on the phone. (laughs) And so what happened is we had some money. Yeah, boom, first week. Paid a million dollars. Second week, because he, he wants us to do something we can't do. Right. That's right. Mm. Yeah. He wants us to do something we can't do. So... Next week, a million dollars. Then he, I didn't pay the next week. I was looking for the director of finance to give me a call. Uh Say, are we going to pay this week a million dollars? But he didn't. He's looking at what he's got left. But see, when you don't take that step, you don't go from glory to glory. So what happened is I called him the next week. I said, hey, I noticed you didn't call me last week reminding me that based on our decision that I was going to pay a million dollars a week. Oh, yeah. um," I said, okay, that's all right paid $2 million this week. Paid it off
2: wow.
0: in seven weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, before I couldn't pay it off in seven years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I want you to see me because our tendency is to do based upon what we can do. God doesn't want any more of that. He wants glory. He wants glory. See, somewhere he's got to stretch you because naturally we normally don't stretch ourselves. Now very, sometimes we do because people have a, have a spirit inside of, of, of adventure. And I think that one of those people was Peter. You saw Jesus walking on the water, he said, wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> oh, oh. Boys, look at look at that. Uh, if that be you, yeah. bid me to come to you yeah. on the water. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus said, Well, come. Yeah. 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 Peter gets yeah. down out of the boat. Now you can hear him in the boat. Boy, look at him. He is a crazy, I'm telling you. Yeah. Why don't you get back yeah. in the boat? And stop trying to show out. Yeah. But he, yeah. Yeah. Out that boat and start walking yes. on the water yes. to go to Jesus. Yes. I believe there's some water walkers over Jesus. here somewhere. Yes. Oh, Jesus, right. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, over here too. Okay, 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 okay. Come in, come in. I got. You. Hey, come on, come on up here. Come on up here. See, I know the voice of faith when I hear it. Thank you. All right. You're too late. All right. Okay. So this whole idea about vision. Very powerful. Very powerful. And um You're born with one. There's vision when you were little kids. There's something that was stirring in your heart. And then as you grow, many times what happens, we don't act on that vision and we kind of grow out of it. We just kind of let it go. Well, I'm in town to rekindle the vision that God has given you. Amen. It's not too late. Look what he says over here. In Psalm 92 and verse 14, if you will. Psalm 92 and verse 14. It says this. This is kingdom leadership we're talking about. All right.
1: This is KJV. Go ahead. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. Read it again. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. You read it one more time. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age.
0: I, I could see in my imagination, somebody walking on a cane. Amen, amen, and that's all right. That's why there's no Hebrew word for retirement. Because as long as you got breath, be fruitful.
2: Isn't
0: that wonderful? Why? Because it's God who does it. That's
2: right. yeah. Praise God.
0: He just needs your spirit, your yes, heart. Yeah. 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 Okay. So vision, we could say a whole lot about that, but I want to keep it reasonably short here. Um, next. Um, what do I have? God gave Joseph a divine. Yeah, Joseph. All right. Uh, Joseph is an ideal person in terms of, of leadership yes, yes, yes. and, uh, Joseph in Genesis chapter 37 and verse five, Joseph had a dream, got a dream from God and it's a big dream. Yes. Go ahead.
1: This is KJV and Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it. His brethren keep going. And they hated him yet the more.:
0: Stop. Um, this dream that he dreamed was given by God. And it was a prophetic dream And he spoke it and told it to his brothers, and his brothers hated him because of that dream. I mean, God can give you a dream that folks around you won't like you anymore. Especially if they're not dreaming. It's almost like they feel you've taken their spot. No, God's got something that you can do that he can't do or she cannot do. And if you just get in your lane, and work out what you can do, you won't be jealous about what somebody else is doing. Verse nine, please. In verses nine and 10.
1: And he dreamed yet another dream, and told it his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars made... Abs- o-
0: obeisance,
1: obeisance. thank you, to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said and said unto him, What is this dream that thy hast now dreamed?' Now notice
0: who rebuked him. His own dad. Yeah. Come on, Come on. I'm just saying in your own family. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. Now here's Joseph dreamed his dream that he was going to be a ruler. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he told it to his dad. His dad rebuked him. His dad did not accept the prophetic call on his life.
2: Yes. No. Amen. Yeah. Yes, sir.
0: Now, let me go all the way to the end and then we'll come back. So Joseph really was going to be used by God To really, when the famine came in the land, Joseph was going to be connected with Jehovah Jireh. The God who sees and provides. So God was going to take Joseph out of where he was in the midst of all that strife. Because it's very difficult to bring forth godly things in that kind of environment. And anyway, some of us have a tendency to stay too tribal. I'm not going to say any more about that. But God calls you. He called you. You see, when he calls you, tells you to do something special. Yes, sir. He didn't tell your mama. Yeah. He told you. Amen. 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 Thank God for mothers. Yes. Thank God for dads. But he didn't tell them. Right. Right. He told you. Amen. See, and we got to accept that. Yeah. And he's calling us to do something that could be big. Now with Joseph, I'm going to in. Joseph was going to have to leave his family and he was going to have to go separate and he was going to have to go to a place that was conducive to trigger an anointing that would bring forth the most powerful economy on the earth. I'll try that again. Joseph was going to have to leave his comfort zone of his family and go to an environment that was going to be a key to triggering an anointing that was on his life to bring forth the most powerful economy that the world had ever seen. A prophetic call. And there are some prophetic agendas that must come to pass. A prophecy, I can give you a prophecy, you can either take it or leave it. But a prophetic agenda, you have no choice. You have no choice. A prophetic agenda is where Jesus is going to come back, whether you believe it or not. So in Joseph's life, he was the man. He was the man. Say, Bill Winston. You're the man. Well, you're the woman. You're the man. See, the plan that he has for this earth, you've got a part of it. You're the woman. Yes, sir. Esther was a woman. Am I right about that? Yes. All right. So, a divine idea. A divine idea. Let's say a business idea. Now, if you got a business idea, it's a divine idea. Um, it starts as a seed. The sower soweth the word. word. Mark chapter four and verse 14. Starts as a seed. This dream was a seed. It started something. Now, let's say it's a business, for example. Let me show you how big God thinks. Does your phone talk to you? In other words, if you Google something, can you get it to talk?
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. yes. Okay. Uh-huh. How about your phone? Will it? You don't know. Yes. You, it will. All right, I want you to put the microphone to the phone. <laughs> he said, your seed will come forth some 30, uh-huh. some 60, some uh-huh. 100 fold. Let's not deal with 160, 160. or 60. Let's deal with 30 fold. Now, 30-fold is two to the 30th power. It's an exponential. When your cells in your body are reproducing, you can look it up, Google it. How many cells does your body uh, shed in 24 hours? How many cells are eliminated? And you'll see... For the most part, it's exponential. It's not a hundred times something. It's it's we look at hundredfold as a hundred times. But if you really look at it the way God looks at it, God shows you in your body that He thinks exponentially because your body sheds, what, 15 billion sold, uh, uh, cells a day or something? Yeah. Well, we can Google that. We can Google that too, but let's just look at 30-fold. So Google or whatever the name of the thing is, what is 2 to the 30th power? And put your microphone there so that people can hear what is 2 to the 30th power, because that's 30-fold talking about 34 a business, and your business, the least amount it will bring forth is 34. This is where you start. All right? Can we do that? Hello?
1: My series not working.
0: Come on, you're gonna to have to speak up.
1: <laughs> my series not working on my phone. Okay,
0: you can you do it? Someone can else I can do it? Yeah. Phone. Someone else can do it. That's all right. Who's got a phone? Well, give me my phone. Praise God. Y'all, couldn't, y'all don't have a phone here? Okay. Two. Google, what is two to the thirtieth power?
1: What is two to the thirtieth well, power? Okay.
0: Thirtieth power Didn't say is one
1: billion seventy-three million okay. seven hundred forty-one thousand eight hundred twenty-four.
0: Let's try it one more time.
1: Say again, Siri. Hey Siri. Hey Siri.
0: No, no, just just go ahead and speak into it. Oh, She's not just. Oh, your that. voice. Uh, Somebody, come on, somebody. One billion. 2 to the 30th power. Wait, 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 wait. Just, I it's want you to put it on your phone so you can hear that Google is carrying it for you. All right? What's 2 to the 30th power? Hey, Siri. All right. Okay, does somebody else have a phone here? Come, right? come on, we're wasting time here. Come on, bring, phone bring the, the phone up. Bring the
1: phone up. Quick, 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 quick. It's
0: 1,073,741,824. Okay. What did it say? I didn't hear it. Quickly. One billion. One billion. Come on. Seventy-three million. All right, it's one billion. The minimum for your business is a billion dollars. Are you with me? I'm saying we've been thinking too small, and we've taken God and marginalized his 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 creation down to some place where we feel comfortable with it. Get out of that. The minimum for your business is a B. The minimum. That's a minimum revenue for your business. All right. Let's do one more thing. This image again. We're still in this area. Call talking about image. All right, let's uh, let's <clears throat> let's look at a scripture, Romans. And Romans and chapter eight, starting at verse 14. And you could read it in the King James so we can just cut down on the time. I'm, I'm, I don't mind telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm running a little behind here. Praise God, hey, I'm trying to get caught up. All right, go ahead and read.
1: For- For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Keep going. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Keep going. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Keep going. And if we are children, then heirs. Then what? Heirs. What heirs? Keep going. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Now wait a
0: minute. We are heirs of God. Yeah. Say I'm an heir. I'm an, I'm an heir. heir. Read First Peter chapter one verse twenty-three. First 1 Peter 1, 23. Say I'm an heir. I'm an I'm heir. heir. I'm a joint heir. I'm a joint heir. With Jesus. With Jesus. Now that doesn't mean he gets fifty percent. You get fifty percent. Yeah. That means he gets a hundred and you get a hundred. Yeah got it uh, yeah. Yeah. amen all right go ahead and read first Peter chapter 1 verse 23 let yeah. it read
1: being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible mm-hmm. by the word of God which liveth and abideth right. forever all right
0: now how were you born again by the what by the word. you needed a seed to yeah. be born again yes. just like you needed a seed to come into this world yeah. in the first place. Yeah. If you didn't come in here by a seed, you are a Martian. And you are not supposed to be sitting in here in this church. You had to get a seed from a man to come into this earth. Got it? And so you've got that seed. So in that seed, there is a characteristic. There is a nature. There is a DNA. It's all in the seed. I plant the seed for an acorn tree or oak tree. That seed will come up, and leaves have already been defined. The limbs have already been worked. All of it in the seed. And you were born by the seed of the Word of God. Your body outside is not you. This is the house. That it holds you while you're in this earth. That came into this. But the real you is on the inside that came from God through Jesus Christ. And that's why uh, the church is the receiver and Jesus is the sender. That's why we're called the bride, and he's called the bridegroom. So what happens is the groom and the bride get together. I I think I'm going to stop on that right there. But but my point to you is, is that this seed is what you were born by, and now because you've been born by this seed, Then all the DNA, all the the nature, all of that is in that seed. So when you are walking in the spirit, you are allowing the nature of that seed to come up in you. Say amen. And it will dictate the desires of your life. Listen, you can have a hound dog and a shepherd and you know they have different natures even though they're both dogs. Dogs. And I'm just saying, once you get born again, you have a different nature and you have a nature to desire the best. I said the best. You don't have a nature to be driving a car and, and this yellow light's on, the red light's on, and the handle on the passenger side doesn't work. You don't have that nature anymore. You, you don't have the nature of trying to put plastic over all your furniture so it won't work. You don't, you don't have that nature anymore. Is this the right group I'm talking to? You don't have that nature anymore. Now, I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm just telling you, if you let you show out through you, you'll see that everything will be different, that you'll never be broke another day in your life. No, 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 you got the nature to be be wealthy. You've got the nature to be healthy. Watch this. You've got the nature to be merciful. Come on. You don't have the nature to dog anybody out. You've got the nature to help somebody out. Will the real you stand up? All right. Tom. Hey, hey. We got the devil where we want him now. Yeah. Sit down, sit down, sit down. No, no, no. You got the nature for the best. When God sent Jesus, did he send his best? No, because he wanted to give birth to the best. The best, when uh, God told Joseph to... To send for his parents and bring them down to, uh, down to Egypt, he said, I've reserved the best land for them. Right. When they were at the wedding supper of Cana and they ran out of wine, uh, the man who tasted the wine that Jesus made said, hey, you've saved the best wine until last. I don't understand. Wow. Because you desire the best. You want the best dental care? Come on, you yes. want the best suits? And we just had our meeting in uh, Philadelphia. And Derek and I were talking this morning and we invited the pastors because we wanted to get the pastors together because we wanted to make a big, you know, I mean, it's a campaign. Yeah. And we're not looking to build something ourselves. We're trying to take the body of Christ and yeah. take back this city, all that crime and stuff. And um, so we invited the pastors to breakfast or whatever it was, I think it was breakfast. And invited them over. And uh, they got the invite to come to breakfast, and the breakfast was at the uh, Four Seasons. And uh, they came. It's at, at the where? At the Four Seasons. Now, they came in the Four Seasons, some of them had never been to the Four Seasons. Never been. Now, I'm not saying anything wrong with you if you haven't never been. But I'm just saying, in this in this case, the Four Seasons. All right? Just Can y'all? Is it okay if I talk about? Things? Okay, so what happened was they, uh, they came and, wow, look around, who does this? Right, get off the elevator, and next thing you look to the, to the right, and you see all this huge layout of, of premium food, yeah. of everything, and, and chefs and stuff are behind the yeah. ready-to-serve-you, and, and, and all the kinds of different, several types of meats and so forth and so on. Yes. they never seen that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, right. I was uh, in France. My wife and I were on a speaking trip. And uh, the couple that was assigned to us to take care of us was, uh, <clears throat> was with us and showing us around. And we went and got something to eat. And, and we noticed that, that, uh, that the place we stayed in was a little bit, uh, a little bit tough. And uh, now the place we stay in here is very, very fine. Thank you. <laughs> Give the pastor a hand clap for it. protocol, <laughs> protocol. Okay, but but I noticed I said oh it's a little tough, and my wife and I asked them says uh, is there a, a Rich Carlton or yeah. something in sure. in town? Yeah. And he said yeah there is one. I said, oh okay, and this was Paris, yeah. and he said okay, and uh, they said uh, we said well could we drive over and, and just look at it? Well I think they wanted. They thought we meant to look at it from the outside and so forth. <laughs> so we drove over, and uh, we, uh, <clears throat> we got out of the car. It got a nice parking space right in front, and, uh, and it was very large. And, uh, and uh, so we said, we're going to go in and take a look at one of the rooms, if you don't mind. And uh, they said, uh, Okay. Well, well, we'll be here when you get back, a uh, husband and yeah. wife team. And I said, uh, no, you, you come on in with us. Yeah. Yes, sir. And they said, uh, no, we, we don't need to come in. We'll just wait till you, you, you know, look at it and come on out. And I said, no, 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 no. You, you come on in with us. Yes, sir. You know, I'd like you to see what we see uh-huh. and so forth. Yes we begged them and they wouldn't budge. God had the best land and they wouldn't budge. There can be something inside of people that they won't budge. It's destroyed all the adventure in them They don't want the best anymore. It's too good for them. So we had the pastors there, and we showed them what we're going to do. And one of the things we're going to do is give away food. Uh Mm. Another thing we're going to do is give away clothes. Well, the clothes that we're going to give away—give me some of the labels on those clothes. Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren, Calvin Klein. Klein. These are all brand new clothes. Uh not something that came from under the bridge. Right. Yes, but they, they, I'm saying I'm something.
2: Yeah. Yes, sir. Now here's the
0: deal about that. Come on. Royalty.
2: Royalty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wrote a book on it.
2: Yeah, she did. Wow. So good.
0: And <clears> throat> throat> you will find <clears throat> that when, well, let's look at the scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse 4. Ecclesiastes 8, 4. Ready? Read.
1: Where the word of a king is, there is power. Where
0: the word of a king is, there is anointing. Galatians one, uh, 4, 4 and verse 1. In the Amplified, AMPC, either one. Where the word of a king is. Now, notice what Jesus said He's the king of who? King. King. He's the Lord of who? Lord. King gets things done by decree. Uh A Lord rules by land. Uh Let's go look at this.
1: Now, what I mean when I talk about children and their guardians is this As long as the heir is a child, say I'm an heir. Keep going. He does not differ at all from a slave. As long
0: as the heir is childish. Mm -hmm. Keep going. He doesn't differ at all from a slave. slave. Uh,
1: Even though he is the future owner and master of all the estate.
0: I want you to read that same thing out of the A.M.P.C., please. A.M.P.C.
1: Now, what I mean is that as long as the inheritor, heir, is a child and underage, he does not differ from a slave, although he is the master of all the estate. Now,
0: you are masters of all the estate. God has given you dominion over how much of the earth? All of it. All of it. You call the shots. You call the shots, not the devil or his people. Yes. You call the shots. Amen. Yes. What were we talking about when we were coming down here? You looked it up. and uh, A king can do no wrong. The expression is a king can do no wrong. And I had Derek to look that up. What, is, what, what were we talking about? Sovereign immunity. Sovereign immunity. immunity. You can't even sue a king. No. Uh-huh. They, are, are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now I, am I getting too hard? Am I, I going too hard? Yeah. See, I'm, I'm having to preach with a little bit of force because i got to straighten up that backbone. Yeah. this is what I'm saying. I'm saying that you're an heir. Watch this. You're a king. Now read Psalm 82, please. Psalm 82. She's going to start reading in the King James translation and she'll read one through verse six. Watch this. Now what he's given you, he's saying that let them have dominion and That dominion means not only that you are ruling it, but you have stewardship responsibilities for it. Uh Well, Lord, what about all that crime in those cities? Well, he's going to ask you, what are you going to do about it? You're not waiting on God. God is backing Uh you. Uh Read.
1: God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said ye are gods. Read it again. I have said ye are gods.
0: Read it one more time.
1: I have said ye are gods.
0: Little g. Yes, sir. Ye are what? Gods. And
1: all of you, come on. And all of you are children of the Most High.
0: Watch the next verse. Watch the next verse. Next verse.
1: But ye shall die like men. If
0: you don't act like a god, you're going to die like a man. I'll try it one more time. If you don't act like a God, you're going to die like a natural man. Amen. Amen. Now say amen. amen. This is your season. The yes. enemy has tried to talk us out of who we really are. But I declare today, is going to be a new day in your life. You're going to talk like a king. You're going to walk like a king. You're going to think like a king. You're going to live like a king. Isn't that good?
2: Oh, yes. All
0: All right. Let's go another place. Go to Matthew's Gospel in chapter 15 in verse... 14 Let's talk about trees trees Tonight I was thinking about tr- preaching on seeds, trees and deeds <laughs> Trees seeds trees and deeds People are trying to do something Without the right image,
2: uh-huh. yeah, that's it. Come on, uh, come on, yes,
0: sir. And trying to get the right image without the seeds. All right, let's read this. Watch this.
1: Let them alone; they will be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Next verse. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Declare unto us this parable.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Matthew 15 and verse 14.
1: Let them alone. Well, they will...
0: 13, pardon me, pardon oh, me, 13.
1: But he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father hath not planted shall be uprooted.
0: All right, every plant. Substitute the word plant for tree. tree. Yes, yeah. Now, what is a tree? Come on. Come on. Go to Matthew, please, chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. And let's look. I'm going to look at just one verse. I'm, I'm trying to save time now. Uh, is, okay, it's all right. Uh, Matthew, Matthew chapter 12. And look at verse, um, let's look at verse, just look at verse 35, okay? All right? Okay. Matthew 12, 35. No, but you better start at 34.
1: Oh generation of vipers. Old
0: generation of vipers. They're not talking about you. A generation of vipers.
1: How can ye, being evil, speak good things? How can you, being evil, speak good things? A good man out
0: of the good, good treasure, man. out of the good what? Treasure. Treasure of the heart bringeth forth, good, forth things. good things.
2: Bring forth good things.
0: And then on the other ver- other side, an, an evil man out of the evil treasure bring forth. Stop saying treasure evil deposit, Deposit. good deposit. So if I get a good deposit, Uh I'll bring forth good things. So if I get a seed that's good, Uh I'm going to bring forth a tree that's producing good things. Am I right about it? But if I get a seed that is evil, I'll grow up inside of me, if I'm not careful, yeah. a tree that's producing yeah. evil things. That's right. yeah. Yeah, Come on, Am I right about that? Yeah. Now, Jesus said every tree plant in you that the Father didn't plant, he's got plans yeah. to get it out. if there is a tree inside of you of bitterness Uh Jesus is coming to your house (laughs) can y'all take this he's coming to your house to get that tree out of you because the father didn't plant it it. and he's going to plant a tree of love. Yeah. He's going to plant a tree of forgiveness. Yeah. Come on. He's going to plant. You see, sometimes we got to forgive ourselves. Yeah. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13 and 14. Sometimes we've got to forgive ourselves. and we, I just can't forgive myself. Oh, I just can't forgive myself for that. Well, let's plant a, a seed of dominion. Hey. hallelujah. To get
1: that tree rooted out. Read. It was Philippians chapter three.
0: Philippians chapter three, verse thirteen and fourteen. Go,
1: brethren. I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one. But this thing one I do.
0: thing I do. This is Apostle Paul now. Come on. It's a possible, this is the one that were taking, hauling people who believed in Christ and hauling them off and some of them he was consenting to their death. He was killing, he was a terrorist, killing people who believed on Jesus. But he said, brethren, this one thing I'm gonna do, keep going. Forgetting those things. Forgetting those things that are all behind and reaching forth to those things that pressed. He's going to give you power yeah. to forget. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what some people say. I just can't forgive him. I, I just can't. I, he hurt me too bad. I just can't. Something oh, come happened as, as a child. I, I just can't forgive him so far. And wait a minute. God's got to use you. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying that, that is, you, you, you uh, God can selectively remove things. See, because if you're bitter inside, you're gonna produce fruit of bitterness. And if you produce fruit of bitterness, watch this. Somebody's gonna eat the fruit. And when they eat the fruit, they're gonna swallow the seed. And when they swallow the seed, the same tree gonna grow up inside of them. That. Really? That's right. Here here comes here comes the, 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 the young man and he's coming to a his wife and he been having some problems and, and he comes to a get-together, the family, the wife's family, and, and everybody in the wife's family hates a man. Uh-huh. Now, I ain't gonna speak to him. Uh-huh. And he hates so forth and so on. Well, and, and uh, women, women now, what did he do to you? Yeah. Well, he didn't do nothing to me. Uh-huh. Well, how did you get so bitter? Uh-huh. I ate the fruit uh-huh. Of, uh-huh. The, of my, my daughter-in-law. Uh-huh. Are you following what I'm saying? So, or yes, whatever. Yes, yes. My point to you is, is the whole nation yeah. can get bitter. That's it. <laughs> So somebody said, well, you know, the the man, the white man treated me this way and so forth and so on. Now the whole group of black folk, the whole group of, of Hispanic, the whole group get bitter and never had an encounter with the other people at all. They just ate some bad seeds. Folks, there's some bad fruit out there and you need to keep it out of your mouth. Say amen. If you've been born of God, nobody can stop you but you. If God be for you, sit down, sit down. man, I heard him say, don't get bitter, get better. <laughs> no, it can't stop me. Well, you know, they, they, they don't sell. Uh, they, I know you with IBM here, and you came out of flying airplanes and so forth. But let me tell you, Chicago's a very prejudiced bill. Now, he, 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 I tell you, what they do is, is, is they don't buy from a black man much and so forth. I said, oh, is that right? See, I got the kingdom in me. Oh, is that right? Watch this. I was number one in sales and IBM in computers, downtown Chicago. Number one. My boss came to me one time and said, Bill, uh, we got one of the customers that called in. He said, uh, uh, you came out to visit, he said he really doesn't want anybody of color on his account. I said, oh, well, he doesn't. I said, well, all right. I said, I'll tell you what, tell you what, why don't you give it to somebody else? Oh, no, Bill. No, IBM, IBM's policy, I mean, we, we can't. I said, no, Warren, you need the business. Just give it to somebody else because this is a big potential customer. I said, just give me something of equal value. Mm-hmm. That same year, I was number one. <laughs> yeah. Now, no, 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 I'm just, I'm, listen, I know they shouldn't act like that.
2: Sure, sure. Yeah,
0: That's right. But what you don't know, is you got a cousin that don't like you. You, you got an uncle that can't stand you. That's right. Come on, come on. I ain't looking for everybody to like me. I want Jesus to like me. And I'm off and running. Say amen to come on, Sit down. You'll be surprised you don't like you. They just didn't tell you about it. Yeah. They're talking about you right now. She's going to church more than one time a week, and there, you know she thinks she's so holy and so forth and so on. What you do is just do this. Yeah. 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 Do you see what I'm saying? And you need to come there and too and get saved. That's what you tell. Me. All right, all right. Let's let's try to speed this up. Are y'all with me so far? Oh, yeah. Hello. No, 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 no. Not, not, nothing can touch you. Yeah. yeah. You're Untouchable. You're a god. Watch this. You're yes. The Bible says so in Numbers twenty-three, twenty-three. They can't even curse you. You're walking around here scared that somebody curse you, it can't curse you. Why? Because His kingdom rules over all. It's inside of you. Watch this. And the angel of the Lord encamp around about you the truth is your shield and your buckler. Uh Can't touch you. Say I'm untouchable. Uh I don't know whether y'all know a man named Elliot Ness. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Hey
0: there. Untouchable. (laughs) Faster than a speeding (laughs) bullet. More powerful (laughs) (laughs) than a locomotive. Able to lump, jump over buildings. Yeah. Yeah. A single bounce. His name is Superman.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Need to look at some of them. All right. Uh, you okay? You good? Ah, uh, let's do a couple more. We're done. Box Thinking, box thinking. All right, what is a box? Well, it's a usually a four-sided shape box, (laughs) and um, it's got four sides, and you can put something in it. and they can't get out because right. right. yeah. so you can build the sides and put a lid on it. Uh-huh. Right. They can't escape. Right. Right. Yeah. One side of the box is comfort zone, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and some Christians get into a place where they're comfortable.
2: Yes. Yes. Yes, I they
0: understand what they got. They got two cars, Uh a car note on both of them. Mm -hmm. They got a house Mm -hmm. with a mortgage that'll choke a horse. (laughs) (laughs) They've got, they're comfortable here. But they got a job, they're working every day. Uh And just things that are going on that the Bible didn't say supposed to be in your life. He says, now watch this now. Just stay with me. I'm not criticizing. Right. Because I've been every place I'm talking about. Yes, sir. <laughs> but the Bible says you'll be the lender. Yeah, yeah that's right. Didn't it say that? Yes. He said, I have given you houses. Yeah. Not one house. Yeah. yeah. If you got just one house, you still got a ways to go. Yeah, come on. I better go to the other side. I felt a little little drop in the anointing when I did it. Oh no, I got to come over here, man. This is where my people are. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. I want you to see this now, comfort zone. The comfort, (laughs) comfort. Okay, okay, okay. All right, okay. Sit down, sit down. I got to finish this. I'm over here! I got, okay, okay. All right, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. it's, it's a long ways over there. Okay, now let's, all right. Now watch, watch this, comfort zone, comfort zone. That's one side. You, you don't want to get comfortable because he's going to take you from faith to faith from glory, come on, to glory. Amen. When you finish developing your faith, you're out of here. Oh, yeah. You're going to be developing your faith until Jesus comes. You're going to be able to literally move mountains. Another one, fear of failing. It's too bad. And God's people sing about faith, talk about faith, pray about faith, think they got faith, and then try to find the most comfortable spot they can find because they fear failure. It's not the way to do it, folks. Step on out. Get a revelation and go for it.
2: That's right.
0: Another one. A person has inferiority, complex. Well, I don't speak good English. So what? God speaks whatever you speak. God can speak that. Are you hear what I'm saying? No, it makes no difference. Let's get up in front of them. Do the best you can. Who knows? God may do you like he did to people over in Acts chapter one. All of a sudden it was speaking in the language of something they never learned. Who
2: knows?
0: Inferiority. Inferiority about how I look. I'm too this, I'm too that, my hair is too this, so forth and so on. You need to get rid of that. (laughs) That's helping to keep you in the box. 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 Satan's job is to keep you in the box. The last one, I call it unrecognized resources, unrecognized resources. Uh, I was uh, starting out and we were really growing, the church was growing, I mean really growing, And um, one of the people who was a member of the church <clears throat> was also at a big recording studio. It was in Evanston. Evanston is a suburb outside of Chicago on the north side where Northwestern and no schools are. And uh, he came to me. He said, Pastor, I got a way that we can increase money coming in to do the projects we want to do. I said, okay. Because he was in that industry, he said, we can have a program called SOAR CD or Soar Seed. And he said, we can get people who can sing, people who can write music, and people who can play and put them all together. And we can make a CD and then sell the CD and bring revenues into the church. I said, okay. Sound like a plan. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to put you over that project. He said, all right. He did a lot of recording and stuff for Oprah and all of that. So he was, he was very skilled. And I had a big studio. <clears throat> so I put him over the project. And I had to go on a trip to Africa. So I was in Africa, maybe about a two-week trip. And I came back. When I came back... Uh, I got a call and uh, my wife was there with me and, and she was talking to them too because she knows he and his wife well. And he said, uh, I'd like you two to come with us up to Evanston and let you, me hear, you, let you hear the project. I, I said, uh, okay, okay he said, you don't need to drive. I'll pick you up. I said, okay. I said, listen, uh, let me do this. Let me drive and uh, we'll meet you there. He had a studio and then a house he had next to the studio and he wanted to feed us lunch and so forth. And so he said, no, no, Patsy, you don't need to drive. Let let, me, let us come pick you up. He had a a navigator or something like that. I said, oh, no, you you don't need to pick us up. Now, my motives were a little um, on the negative side (laughs) because I knew if he picked me up, he was going to push that CD in that player. And I'm going to have to listen to that and act like I like it. All the way up to Evans, so I was insisting that I drive, so I can go there, hear it, and come on out. But he insisted, and my wife said, "Sweetheart, why don't we just go?" I said, "I don't want it." I, I want. How I I many you know? Sometimes your wife sounds like God, and uh, so I said. Uh, She said, sweetheart, let's let him. I said, man, I said, okay. So what happened? He picked me up. I'm still talking about the side of unrecognized resources. He asked the woman one question when she told him that they're about to take her children. He said, what do you have in your house? Watch this that you don't recognize. Right. Yeah. What is a resource God has placed right in your midst that can make you a lot of money? Yeah. She said, I don't have anything but a little oil. Well, you know that little oil made her an oil baroness. Yes. All right, let me just finish this. So what happened? I picked him up. They, they pick us up. He put that CD in there And before that CD, that first song was over, I had tears in my eyes. I repented of God. That song was so powerful. I said, I didn't know people could write this well. I didn't know we had musicians on this level. Are you following what I'm saying? What do you have in your house? What's all around you? Watch this. You've got seen resources. That's people. But you've got unseen angels. Come on. The Holy Spirit. Come on. The blood of Jesus. You've got resources around you that can make you a millionaire in a month. I'll come over here and say that. You've got resources around you that make you a millionaire in a month and I won't take it back. Trees, these trees grow up inside of us. And what are trees? Trees are belief systems. Yes, it's what I believe. Yeah, yeah. See what you believe is what you become.
2: That's right. yeah. yes, sir.
0: You never attract what you want. You attract what you are.
2: Yes, Yes, sir. Come on.
0: If you believe inside that you'll never be wealthy, you don't need to be concerned with it. You'll never be wealthy. Yes, sir. No. Jesus said, every tree in you that my father never planted. I'm gonna root it out. And I got a teaching called Trees of Dominion or something like that, or part of a teaching. And what it's saying is, let me take what's in this word and replant my garden. How do I get it from the book into my heart? I speak it. What you say, you sow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. You sleep and rise night and day yes. and the seed should spring and grow up. Yeah. You don't know how. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I'm saying, when he says you're gonna dominate the whole world, dominate the whole earth, he was not kidding. No, he was not. But what most of the time we need is a new belief system. Yeah. 4D. Come on up here. Come on up here. Come on, up. Come, on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Isn't this wonderful? 4D. 4D just got can I get you. A hug too? Yeah, you can get a oh, hug really? too. All right. <laughs> but you get, I'm saying 4D will get you some money. All right, last thing, organization. Organization is God's plan to simplify life. That's a simple definition of it. Three things you see together a lot in the Old Testament, especially in Proverbs and Psalms. You see the fact that you've got uh, the word, you've got understanding, and you've got wisdom. Oh, have mercy. That word understanding can be, if you will, it can be also organization. Jesus was about to feed 5,000 men, plus women and children. Watch what he said first Make the men sit down. God will supernaturally add to your life as you're sufficiently organized to contain it. Yeah. Let's try it again. Yes,
2: sir.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> God will supernaturally add to your life uh-huh. yeah. as you're sufficiently organized wow. to contain it.
2: Amen. Isn't that good? That's very uh-huh.
0: good sir. Thank you, man. Who's the greatest organizer the Holy Spirit.
2: Hallelujah.
0: He changes and rearranges. Amen. Amen. Get you organized. Yes. This organization could lead to a lot of things. Watch this. First thing is pressure. If you got to be somewhere on time and you get stuck in all that traffic out there,
2: uh-huh. come on
0: now. Something happens to the blood pressure.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep, Wrong side. Let me go over here. Something yeah. happens. Something happens. <laughs> are you following the same? Yes. Yes. Organize a life will keep your blood pressure yeah. normal.
2: Right. 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 Amen. Should will. Yeah.
0: Good. Yeah. Good. So I'm just saying a lot of things organization will do that are not apparent, but organization is a key ingredient for increase. If I ever go to an ATM machine and I see a sign that says this, out of order. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think I'm going to get anything out of it? No. Nope. If you're out of, order, out of order, you don't get no That's it. That's it. Yeah. My name is Bill Winston and I approve this message. All right, let's, let's do this. Let's take time, about a few minutes, take about three or four questions. People might have questions about things. And I want to take time. Now that's, that's a, lot, a lot more I got on my sheet to give you, but I just wanted to give you that. You don't, I found out you don't give people too much. When I was, when I was a boy, my dad had some chickens. Uh, why he had them, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I asked him, could I have a dog? He said, a dog don't lay eggs, son. And so he wouldn't buy me a dog. But he had chickens. My brother and I took turns having to go feed the chickens after school. Now that cut into my football time and everything else. So I'm him, we're in grade school. And I said, okay. Now I, my brother and I traded out. and Now he said, I'll feed the chickens for the next three days, four days. And then you take four days after that but I'm just getting fed up with these chickens. I am fed up. <laughs> and so the chickens weren't at our house, they so we were at Mrs. Hutchinson's house, which is about a 15 minute walk uh, to get to Mrs. Hutchinson's house. Got over there and I saw them chickens. And I said, okay, all right. Now I've got to do something innovative about these chickens. <laughs> so i tell you what I'm gonna do. Instead of taking the food out of the bin, and scattering it in the chicken yard so the chickens could eat. Dad liked to get the eggs. I don't know why he just liked to get the eggs. And so I just scattered the food and then, you know, the chickens would eat it. And then the next day they'd need some scattering again. But I said, why do I have to come over here every day and do this? Why don't I just take a whole bucket and just take the bucket and just, just, just and they could eat for, for days. They could just eat for days. And so so what happens? (laughs) What happens? The chickens stop producing. I didn't know if I fed them too much. It will affect their production. If you feed people too much, it can affect their production. So I'm going to stop right here. I'm not calling you a chicken. I'm just saying, I'm just going to stop right here. Are you following what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yes. You'd be surprised. You, if you meditate on what I just gave you, yes. you'll have a real change in life. I've got hundred dollars for you. Let's give her a great hand for what she did. I'd like to sew this into you for my child. So you, you, you sew it here. I want you to keep it. And I, I appreciate you sewing it back to me, but if you want to sew it somewhere, sew it into the ministry, all right? God bless you, amen. Go ahead. Hey, come here. Come here. Come here. Because you sewed it back, he said, give you two. I got you two. Now these you keep going through. that's your harvest. Give her a hand clap. Did you all get something out of that today? Yes. Yes. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. Amen. There's a lot of people going after money. You need to go after wisdom. That's right. Wisdom will get you all the money you'll yes, ever
2: sir. Want. That's right. That's right.
0: The world goes after money.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: All right, let me take a couple of questions and uh, answer those and we'll be out. Wow. Uh, okay, uh, over here, okay. Go ahead, get a microphone, uh, somebody. Okay, Okay. go ahead.
2: Hello, sir. Where where do you invest your resources to get the...
0: Where did I invest my resources? Where do you
2: invest your resources to get the maximum return?
0: Uh, Okay, Uh, one is I invested in prayer. Um, Prayer is what is known as a hypo. It's a high payback area. In other words, you can have a low po. A low po means that I'm working all day, but get very little return. Yeah, that's true. A hypo means that I can get in prayer at five o'clock in the morning and all my day long, I'll be reaping harvest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you've got hypos, low pose. You even have neg pose. Yeah. Neg pose means a diminishing return. Wow. Meaning that I'm looking at soap operas all day. And that's going to ruin me. Yeah. So I don't look at them in Jesus name. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, that kind of thing. All right? Okay. Uh, where is it? One more anybody else? Okay, okay, back here. Uh-huh. Okay, go Uh, ahead. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Winston. Yes, sir. Talk about that, uh, your imagination and your vision. Um, Sometimes that vision will scare the Dickens out of you uh, because you said, uh, you talked about how it's bigger than you. Mm -hmm. And when he gives it to you, how do you eat it? How do you do? What do you do with it? All right. Okay. So here I am, we're having services in a building, and this is a banquet hall. And we had outgrown our facility, so we had a banquet hall. now we're seeing about, I don't know, 800,000 people to service. We're running about three services. So we got about an easy 3,000 people coming. And so I come out of the building and across the street is a big shopping mall. By that shopping mall, heard it clear as a bell. Well, that voice I'd heard before because when I was up at our Madison Street location, when we were much smaller, I looked out of my window, second floor, and I saw there a brown chicken and so forth and so on. He said, Buy that brown chicken. Okay. Brown chicken? Yeah. I, don't eat, I, don't eat, I don't eat that much chicken. Yeah. Yeah. About three months later, buy that brown chicken. Didn't move. Right. Didn't move about two months later, buy that brown chicken. Didn't buy it. Wow. Next thing you know, the Brown's chicken is being torn down. Oh. I inquired in the village. I said, what's happening with that space, the Brown's chicken there? Oh, we're about to build a huge luxury condo on that property. Oh. Now, if nothing else, I could have flipped the property.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. But something happens because I didn't have Brown's chicken money so I turned down the request. I'm thinking that I've got to do this. Wherever God guides, he provides. Your job is obedience. He's going to tell you to do something you cannot do. God bless you. Keep walking by faith. Amen. Glory, glory, glory.
1: We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at defraimministries.org
2: to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Defrain Ministries.